Are you ready to bring your dream body and health into life, but just can't seem to keep the motivation going? And is it finally time to address the self-sabotage and the unwanted eating behaviors, such as binge eating, emotional eating, and nighttime eating that are getting in the way of your goals? Do you ever wonder what it would take for you to feel in control of your rituals so that you can stay consistent and see results? Welcome to this week's special Make Peace with Food mini-sode on the Fall in Love with Fitness podcast, where you'll learn how to overcome unwanted eating behavior and other self-sabotaging habits by shifting your nervous system so that your body works with you instead of against you. I'm your host, Sherry Shaban, and with each episode, I am honored to be your coach and guide in the journey to make peace with food and find food and body freedom so that struggle with weight is a thing of the past. You can tune in every Thursday on the Fall in Love with Fitness podcast to catch the latest conversation on unwanted eating behaviors and learn how to shift the nervous system, rewire the brain to new patterns, and end the food and body obsession so you can finally feel relaxed and no longer confused around food. In this weekly mini-sode, I share how our thoughts and emotions can trigger unwanted eating behavior through activating the part of the nervous system that is responsible for survival. This part of the nervous system is also known as fight or flight or sympathetic nervous state. And as you continue to tune into these conversations, you'll notice that I refer to the sympathetic dominance as protection mode and how when we are trapped in this state, it leads us to self-sabotage. Now, before we begin and dive into it, I want to quickly invite you to grab a free copy of my Food Freedom ebook that I have for you on makepeacewithfood.com. And if you find that this conversation resonates with you today, then I also want to invite you to join our free Make Peace With Food Facebook community at myfoodfreedomlifestyle.com, where you can connect with me and my team directly. All of the links here are in the show notes. All right, athletes, now without further ado, let's get into it. We're going to be talking about what is behind the unwanted eating behavior and more specifically what triggers us into protection mode and as we talk about protection mode and safety mode this is going to make make a little sense a little bit of sense in just a moment and so i have this water tumbler that i got it was a very very special gift i joined this um this group of women and one of the welcome gifts was was this tumbler and on it is written worthy to receive. I don't know if that if you can see that, but it was so meaningful to me because it was just this this opening of just opportunity and abundance and love and and it really really came in in my life after kind of a, a difficult period and so th- this tumbler was was really really important to me. And to make a super long story short, um, I lost this tumbler a couple months ago and I've been looking for it and I couldn't find where I left it. And during that time, my daughter had just broken her leg and so I was bringing her to the hospital and I was all over the place in the, in the hospitals and I thought I had maybe left it in my car and then I got my tires changed. And so I've been calling all of these different places asking them, have you seen this tumbler with a sewing kit on it and sewing material on it? and Unfortunately, nobody could find it. And so lo and behold, just after I've accepted that, okay, this tumbler is now no longer in my life, it showed up yesterday miraculously. And so I'm so incredibly grateful. And I feel like it's as though I got it brand new. It was, it was like a new gift. 
Um, and I'm just curious if that's ever happened to you, the moment that you've decided to release something, something that you really wanted or expected, and then all of a sudden it just shows up somehow. And, you know, we hear about this a lot too when people are trying to conceive and all of a sudden they stop trying and then suddenly it magically happens. And so I'd love to hear that. If, if you've experienced something like that, I would love to hear your insight, your story, and how this, this may have also been a similar experience for you. And so the reason why we start our conversation today as well with gratitude is gratitude, as you're going to soon, soon learn, gratitude, as you're going to soon learn, is one of the actual tools that we use that helps us shift from protection mode to safety mode. And last conversation, we spoke about what is actually behind the unwanted eating behavior. And most of us who are struggling with mindless eating or overeating or binge eating or emotional eating or stress eating and, and all of these terms, even nighttime snacking syndrome, a lot of us feel that we just don't have enough willpower or discipline, that we should be able to stop it, that we should be doing something about it, that we should have enough willpower and determination to stop it. And this is the message that we get from diet culture. You're soon going to learn that we actually, in order for us to change our body or to transform, and we hear this also from doctors, we hear that we have to release weight in order to be healthy. But the truth is that we actually have to be healthy first to release weight. And now health is a massive, massive conversation because many of us believe that health is a measurement of some sort, that it's maybe our BMI, maybe it's our body weight, maybe it's our size, maybe it's the fact that we got our blood results back from the doctor and everything looks okay. And that's not really what health is. Health isn't actually this static measurement tool that we use. Instead, what it is, is it's a feeling. Health is vitality. We know when we're feeling healthy because I think we all can relate to this conversation and we may all know someone who's come back from a doctor who's had completely normal blood results and yet they don't feel healthy. Or we may know someone who looks like they are a normal weight according to society or a normal BMI, and yet they don't feel vitality, they don't feel healthy. And so health is actually a feeling. And if we can start to disregard all of these outside measurements, the way that we have actually been measuring our health in the past years, if not decades, and actually start to tune into what the body is saying to us and how things feel, we're actually going to be able to step into that in a much more powerful way. And more importantly, really learn to pick up the cues because our body has this innate capacity to send us the right signals. Our body signals for when it's time to eat. Our body signals when we've had enough. Our body signals how much we want to eat and how we want to move. And so that is what we're going to be doing together. And this is also the work that we do in our Make Peace with Food coaching program. And if you're feeling that you're hearing these conversations and you're just needing a little bit more support, a little bit more guidance and join a badass community of beautiful, gorgeous women who are releasing unwanted eating behaviors by shifting their nervous systems, then I would invite you to maybe book a strategy call and see if this is the right fit for you because what we really work on is shifting the nervous system. So if we're noticing that it's a nervous system issue for you, then we're going to support you through our program. However, for others, the root cause may be something else and then we would also let you know. And so make sure that, again, if you've been struggling for a while, you've tried all of the things and maybe you're even a little bit skeptical that this may work, all I'm going to say to you is, what if we took all of our past experiences and compared them to each other? 
if all of our past experiences seemed similar because they involved a lot of discipline, they involved a lot of maybe willpower around food or maybe even food plans or foods that are, are, are off limits, then maybe what we want to do is actually notice that we want to try something different. If we've always been restricting, if we've always been controlling the food, if we've always been controlling the side effects of the root cause, but not actually the root cause, which is the behavior, then I'll ask you to get curious. What if this could be it for you? What if this is actually the strategy that you haven't tried yet? And so this is an opportunity for you also on the strategy call to learn a little bit more about what you can do to start your journey. So either way, it is a win-win situation. So as a super quick recap of our conversation last week, we spoke about protection mode and safety mode. And more importantly, we spoke about how any unwanted eating behavior where we are feeling out of integrity, meaning our thoughts and our emotions don't align with our actions. So we made decisions, we've made commitments, maybe we've hired a trainer, maybe we've changed the way that we're eating, and yet we're still finding ourselves maybe binging or feeling out of control around food or maybe even obsessing so much about food and about body and about weight. And so this has absolutely nothing to do, again, as we spoke about earlier with discipline, but instead it is actually the nervous system that's behind this. And so we have in our autonomic nervous system, which by the way, governs all of the other functions of the body that we don't have to think about. So these are, these are the non-voluntary functions of the body, such as heart rate, blood pressure, digestion, all these things that we don't really command our body to do. This is under the government of the autonomic nervous system. The autonomic nervous system that's running in the background has two states. It's either in protection mode or in safety mode. And that's what we will continue to call sympathetic nervous state and parasympathetic nervous state throughout the entire program and throughout all of our conversations when we talk about making peace with food because a lot more happens when we are in protection mode or safety mode than just our body gearing up to fight, to run or to hide or our body preparing to rest and digest because these two nervous system states actually also affect our emotions and they also affect our thoughts. And as we continue these discussions and these lives, I'm going to also be teaching you the chemistry of thought. What is behind our thoughts? How does our thoughts, every single thought that we have in our body, actually create chemistry in the body? Every single thought that we have in the body, the end result of that thought through a cascade of, of chemical reactions in the body results in a hormone. Can you believe the magnificence and how powerful that is? Just knowing that now makes us want to address thoughts. It really makes us want to get to, into the root cause of the thoughts, which is why we talk about getting into the root cause of the nervous system. And, and more importantly, protection mode being what is behind the unwanted eating behaviors. When we spoke about protection mode and safety mode last time, we spoke about how when we are in protection mode, it's really our body's strategy and mechanism to survive. It is the only way that we can actually use, let's call it super powerful strength to be able to do certain functions. So here's what I mean. The moment that we are in protection mode, the priority of the body now becomes the limbs. So it becomes the arms, it becomes the legs, it's, it's the extremities. It's no longer the digestive system because our body has to prepare for us to use adrenaline to run, maybe to fight again, to hide. So really to seek out survival. 
And now the other thing that happens when we're in protection mode is we start, of course, because now we feel like there is a threat of some sort, we start to, of course, bring up thoughts that are, are bringing up emotions of anxiety, uncertainty, doubt, a lot of fear. And the thoughts also are reflective of worst case scenarios. That's why when we're stressed or when we're always worried, we're projecting thoughts in the future, worried about what might happen, worried if this happens, what am I going to do? Or worried about how we're going to lose certain things or worried about certain people getting injured or us getting injured or getting ill. And so when we are in protection mode and a great telltale sign to know if we're in protection mode, our thoughts are always focused on worst case scenarios. We're projecting thoughts into the future. Maybe even we're projecting thoughts into the past. So we're bringing up past memories. We're maybe reliving certain scenarios that happen, feeling a lot of regret, feeling a lot of doubt, maybe shame. And so those are the signs that we are in protection mode. And those are the emotions that come up when we are in protection mode. And so if we now tie that into emotional eating or stress eating, Think about how when we bring up these emotions because of our thoughts, we start to think of stressful things and all of a sudden we start to get stressed and then we need an outlet. And so we use food as an outlet. And I also want to say something really important here. I know we're, we're talking about food often and the conversation is always around food and unwanted eating behavior. But I also want to tell you that oftentimes any unwanted behavior, even though it's eating, could be layered with another behavior. So another behavior could be drinking or the use of recreational drugs or even sex or porn or shopping or gambling. And so if we really are going to move towards healing, it's so important to be honest. It's so important to be honest with self and just say, hey, this is what's going on. And I actually noticed that I tend to engage in more of these unwanted eating behaviors also when I'm drinking or also maybe when I've smoked pot or when I feel overwhelmed in certain areas of my life and it's my relationship that ends up triggering it. So you're going to start to notice all these links and connections and the more awareness that you create around what's really going on, the more you're actually going to be able to address these and without any judgment, without this being a good or bad thing, without you feeling that you're good or bad for engaging in these behaviors, you're going to be able to take actionable steps towards healing your unwanted eating behaviors and more importantly your relationship with food and other substances and so that is the gist of protection mode is that when we are in protection mode we actually are not using the rational part of the brain so the frontal lobe where we're actually able to be analytical and we maybe are able to predict what might happen if i eat this then i'm going to feel really really bad in about an hour i'm not going to feel well i'm going to feel heavy i'm going to maybe have heartburn i'm going to feel indigestion i may not sleep well and so we bypass that part of the brain and instead we use the primitive part of the brain we use what's called the reptilian part of the brain that is a reactive brain this part of the brain is just wired for reaction it sees a particular input and then right away it responds in a reactive way again this is when we talk about protection mode this is not a negative thing our goal is not to get rid of protection mode right sympathetic nervous state because it serves a very valuable function However, the issue now becomes when we've chronically set ourselves in protection mode. And many of us are not even aware of that because it's been not just years, it's been decades that we've been in protection mode. And so I take a moment here just to center myself because this ends up being a conversation that again is, is very touching to me. It's very dear in my heart. And many of us have actually triggered protection mode because of some sort of trauma in the past. And it really pains me so much to think about this and, and even 
the majority of the women that join our group have had some sort of sexual trauma or some physical trauma and unawarely this has actually locked them into protection mode for so long and again it's it's the body's natural response to feeling unsafe in the environment it's the body's natural response to seeking out survival and so i don't take this conversation lightly it's again it's a very important one to address and I've had also my experiences with trauma in the past and having worked with thousands of women addressing traumatic events, it, it never it never becomes this, this place of relaxation or comfort to talk about. But instead, I wanna share with you that this is also a space where you can feel vulnerable if ever you want to reach out to me to talk about something that you've experienced that you're noticing may actually is coming up for you as we're having these conversations, just please know that I'm always a resource for you and you can, you can connect with me at any time to do that. And so when we are feeling unsafe in our environment due to trauma, so sexual trauma, physical trauma, emotional trauma, then we automatically trigger protection mode. And then the other way that we also trigger protection mode is through food scarcity, which is actually also a traumatic event if you think about it. So there are many women who join our programs who've actually grown up in environments where food really was scarce, where they really did grow up and had no food. They went to bed hungry often, or they were living off of food stamps, or they were raised in foster homes where, again, food was not enough for everyone. And so that is considered also a food scarcity and also a form of trauma. But another form of food scarcity that actually we impose on ourselves, and we call this an imposed food scarcity, is through dieting. Dieting also makes us feel unsafe. If you've ever noticed, you're, and if ever you've actually tracked that one moment where you started the unwanted eating behaviors, if you've had a long history of dieting, you'll notice that that unwanted eating behavior actually started the moment you started dieting. And so when we diet, we restrict, we deny ourselves of food. We actually make ourselves hungry. And the body's response to hunger is a threat. There's a threat, there's something going on in the environment and I have to do something to protect myself. I have to ensure my survival. And so with chronic dieting, not only do we get into protection mode, but more importantly, we actually get ourselves into the state where we're slowing down our metabolism and we are starting to feel a little bit anxious around food. You'll notice that if you've tried several diets one after the other, you may find that you feel very uncomfortable around food. You don't know what to choose or you might even feel guilty just to eat. And you may not even be in tune with your hunger levels or your satiety levels, especially if that's coupled with binge eating or nighttime snacking. And so it's so important to know again that we get into protection mode simply through our environment and we get into these thought processes again through triggers in our environment so when we are feeling unsafe in our environment that's where we start to bring up those thoughts of uncertainty of doubt of fear of not enoughness of possible worst case scenarios happening and as a result of that we again continue to stay in that loop longer now we're feeling all those emotions and now those emotions are driving actions now we're self-sabotaging or we're acting in a way that doesn't feel rational to us because remember it's that reflexive part of the brain that's working and not that rational part of the brain not the part of the brain that takes action but that part of the brain that's always in reaction and so with that, thank you so much for joining in today and for tuning in. Remember, we are always a resource for you. If ever you need anything, 
feel free to reach out. And if you'd like to book a strategy call with us, you can get in touch with Michelle. You can DM me. You can also get in touch with Luis or Nicholas through DM. And we are so happy to connect with you. Again, it is a win-win situation. You'll be walking away with massive value, whether that is something that will help you start your journey or maybe support through a program where you can overcome unwanted eating behavior forever in six months or less. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's Make Peace with Food mini-sode on the Fall in Love with Fitness podcast. If this has resonated with you today, I want to invite you to subscribe to the show so you never miss a beat. And if you know someone who could benefit from this conversation, then please share this episode with them. Let's work together to help as many people as possible make peace with food and fall in love with fitness. And by the way, I need to mention that if you rate and review this podcast on iTunes and send over the screenshot to Sherry at SherryShaban.com, you'll receive a $500 voucher to join me at one of my upcoming retreats or to use it in our Make Peace with Food coaching program. And don't forget to visit MyFoodFreedomLifestyle.com to join the free Facebook group for more resources. And remember, athlete, you are an inspiration. I cannot wait to hear your story.